With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. This podcast is sponsored by TourTips.com, the online golf betting resource. TourTips subscriptions for 2021 have been reduced by up to 50%. And their email service is now a free subscription. For all the best in-depth stats and information, visit Tour-Tips.com. The online golf betting resource. Welcome to the home of the best golf betting tips. All the best bets for the upcoming tournaments, all from experts and all in one place. From the home of the Bet Bites podcast, this is Bet Bites Golf with Dave Tindall and James Butler. Hello, everybody. Welcome along. It's another edition of the Golf Betting Podcast. I am James Butler and joined, as always, by the legendary golf betting pundit. That is Dave Tyndall. Dave, how are you? Hello, I'm very well, thank you. Are you? I'm all right, Ashley. Yes, I'm, I'm buoyed by the fact that uh, Married at First Sight UK is back on our screens <laughs> over here and keeps me going in my sad little existence, but also very excited to watch the uh, culmination of the golf um, last weekend. The Cantlay de Chambeau showdown was quite special, wasn't it? It was, but can we rewind to the first round? Because yes, indeed, our thirty-three to one tip, Rory McIlroy had a share of the first round lead as we put him up to do so. So that was a nice yeah. uh, win on Thursday night. Get get the business part out of the way first, because um, that was that's that's what we're actually here for. <laughs> but the um, yeah, the Deschambeau work, Cantlay. I mean, the, the pot off. I mean, Cantlay held everything. It seemed to me, um, and Deschambeau missed when he had the, the opportunities. And Deschambeau's grumbled since that Cantlay was walking on his backswing or something and various other things. But apart from that, it was a excellent theatre as the light faded in that event. But the Tour Championship is what we're looking at this week. This is um, I kind of had my education last year, and I've kind of I've tried to remember how it all is it's the race to win the 
FedEx Cup, isn't it? And you basically, we've we shed a few en route to here. And now we've got a field of how many, Dave? 30. So we're down to the, the final 30. And effectively, they're handicapped, aren't they, on their positionings from what they've done so far. Patrick Cantlay, you sent me the uh, the starting positions for this uh, event. Cantlay starts 10 under. You've got Tony Finnow in there, 8 under. Bryson, 7 under. John Rahm, 6 under. Cameron Smith, 5s. 4 under. Justin Thomas, Harris English. Abraham Anser, Jordan Spieth and Sam Burns. Colin, my mates at 3 under, along with uh, Sanjay Im, Victor Hovland, Louis Eustace and Dustin Johnson. And Rory is at 2 under alongside a whole host of others as well. And that's effectively because of the standing so far in the season. They've kind of handicapped them and they, it's a bit like like um, watching the pentathlon in the Olympics, the first four events, you get seconds second of advantage depending on where you've how many points you've accrued so far, and then you set off first if you're if you're leading the pack. And effectively, Patrick Cantlay is that person that's setting off first. He's ten under. He is. Imagine if um, they got on each to ride a horse, and they got a terrible horse. Did you see that in the? That was uh, I quite fancy actually merging horse riding with golf. That'd be quite interesting. A bit like polo, wouldn't it be? He's trying to get it in the hole at the end and the, the fairway gets cut up. I guess the equivalent, rather than a sort of temperamental horse, or, well, or was it the temperamental horse? It, it, it's the symbiotic relationship between jockey and beast. Yes. That, uh, so maybe the, the rider's tears made the horse nervous as well. It was a bit of a vicious circle. Maybe the equivalent um, of this would be to give them all random clubs. How about that? Yeah, and random caddies. Some of the, yeah. some of who you don't get on very well with. I mean, they were saying on the the pentathlon. This is the golf betting podcast, not the pentathlon <laughs> betting podcast. But they were saying that the relationship, as you said, between rider and horse. A lot of um, riders, if they're feeling stressed or nervous about something, they hum because that kind of relaxes the horse. So if you hum as a golfer, it maybe relaxes your caddy. Yeah, possibly. Rather than your leg starts twitching all over the place. <laughs> um, yeah, anyway. they, we might have invented something live on air here. Yeah, and it's better than monkey tennis. Anyway, the <laughs> odds prior to uh, this event. John Rahm is the favourite, as he tends to be all the time at the moment. He's 7-2. to two. Got Patrick Cantlay, who is obviously starting as the leader coming into this event. He is as good as 4-1. to one. You've got Bryson in there at 11-2. to two. You've got Tony Finau in there at 15-2. to 18-1 to one is the uh, best price on Justin Thomas. Um, Dustin Johnson is 25s. Rory McIlroy around about the same price, as is Cameron Smith. Now, how do we judge this Dave because obviously we've got the uh, the top end of the uh, the standings starting lower um, under par than the, the guys that are back on evens I mean poor old Sergio and uh, Daniel Berger etc are effectively 10 shots back at the start of this event are we looking at current form or are we just looking at the uh, the standings going into it and thinking well Patrick Cantley's got to win he's 10 under well there are two markets aren't there there's the one that whoever's top of the leaderboard on Sunday night wins the FedEx Cup, so it's, it's sort of, they've simplified the format in the sense that you know who is winning before you were kind of looking at projections of where they were. Um, so you can just bet on who crosses the line first ahead on Sunday night, or there's a market on who shoots the lowest 72-hole score. The prices I read out then are for who lifts the trophy, aren't they? That's yes. the one that Patrick Cantley is leading the standings, but the other market you're talking about, they all start effectively level. Yeah, that's right. It's just whoever literally shoots the, the lowest 72 hole score so that could be one of those even par Daniel Berger and yet if Pant, if Pantley if Cantley uh, shoots nine just nine worse than him he would still finish in front of one of those evens if you see what I mean he's got a 10 shot lead on those so it, it just shows how much that the guys trailing have to do so 
Yeah, two ways to do it. If I was just playing who's going to win the FedEx Cup, I'd go for John Rahm. There's only three players that he's got to give up shots to. So I'm interviewed uh, last night or, or this evening, and he, he said uh, he's just striking the ball great. Um, he's not a fan of the format, but I think he might be if he ends up winning. Um, I think there's just enough doubts about those in front of him where uh, I think he can show that he's probably been the best golfer on the planet, hasn't he, for the last few months. I'd probably back him at 7-2 to two just to win that, but I think there's more interesting plays to be had by looking at just who shoots, who shoots the lowest score. Before we go on to that market, it's quite a big purse, this, isn't it? It's, it's worth winning. A bit. Yeah, uh, £15 million if you finish in front. If you finish 30th and last, you get the mere consolation of £395,000. Oh, my heart bleeds. Yeah, so they've been asking them all, well, what would you do with the money? Well, I don't know. It's a bit. What? How can you not sound crass if you answer it? Really, it's a bit of a not I mean, the greatest question or not the greatest thing to try and answer. I, I, I guess what you've just said there, in terms of the the prize money all the way down to thirtieth, kind of answers the the other question I was going to ask you about. If we're looking to somebody to come from that even par start and shoot the lowest score across the across the the event, not necessarily win it, but shoot the lowest score. I was going to say, well, what motivation is there? If you're kind of languishing all that that distance back, why are you going to be motivated? But I guess the fact that the, the prize money goes up so steeply is quite a motivation, isn't it? Yeah, you could um, nudge up three or four spots and it's worth 50, 60 grand to you, I guess, or more. So that, that's the motivation uh, for it. But it is odd, isn't it? Why, why they're getting that much money? A few have sort of said a few decent things like they'd buy a house, some cars... <laughs> I didn't see any. Give it to um, give it to Afghan refugees. Didn't see many of those. Answered James. I have to say, strange that is an odd, <laughs> an odd imbalance. Wait, uh, uh, to be honest, I mean, I'll ask you: if you won fifteen million dollars, pounds, or whatever it is, how would you spend it? Fifteen million. I wouldn't want to win that much money. Uh, I think I'd suffer a huge lack of motivation to ever do anything work-wise, and I like working. Yeah, you'd look after your family, and then you'd look to try and help people out, wouldn't you? Was that just me sounding, trying to sound right on? But honestly, I can't think of an awful lot. I wouldn't get much pleasure out of a car. You could buy a car, but then what? I'd give half of it to my golf betting podcast, buddy. I think you'd get seven and a half million. Oh, so what would you do with the seven and a half? I think um, in terms of what you'd said about lacking motivation in life, if you were suddenly so comfortable, yes. I think I'd, I'd invest it into some kind of business. So it, it, you kind of yeah, you'd have to do that. But even then, I don't know. Would you not? Would there not be a little person on your shoulder thinking you could just give that to someone who needs it? I don't know. Definitely would make a sizable donation to something. Yeah, yeah. You'd have to, wouldn't you? Yeah, because because we're, we're nice people, aren't we? Well, you just you don't. Yeah, sure. Well, how can you not? I don't. I, I mean, all these guys probably, I'm sure, do give money to charity and everything. So we don't want to. Knock them, but just so much money going around in the first place. Not comfortable with it. <laughs> well, there we go. Well, we turn this into something else, haven't we? Yeah, on your soapbox <laughs> now, aren't you? The um, yeah, listeners, tell us at SBM underscore podcast. Tell us how you would spend your fifteen million if you were to win it uh, over the next four days. Not that any of you are doing, unless you are one of the players, one of the thirty players, and you're listening to this to get some guidance. So I, I take it from what you've said so far. We talked about John Rahm being your favourite to win it at 7-2 to actually lift the trophy. In terms of your other bet, I'm feeling that you're steering me towards the 72-hole kind of bet rather than um, looking at the the, the, uh, the silverware and the 15 million. Yes, um, so I'm going to go with um, 
a guy in this market who, who I did like anyway because he's come into good form. He had a really good week uh, last week. He was third, and it's Sung Jai Im. The, the sort of added extra, which I wasn't aware of, I don't know whether people who've, who've done bags of research and know everything about everyone knew this, but I was reading a, a preview piece this morning by the guy who does all the kind of uh, Korean and Japanese and Asian stuff for the PGA Tour, Chua Chu Chiang. Lovely guy, and he has focused on some of the uh, Korean players in the field. And how about this for a line? It says, with Im happily based in Atlanta, where we are this week, after buying a new house at the end of last year, he can comfortably stay at home, enjoy home-cooked meals, and take the daily 35-minute drive to East Lake Golf Club. There's no motivation at all for him to win it. Then what's he going to do with the 50 million? He's got no house to buy. I was actually listening to the uh, commentary um, over the uh, the last week and they were saying that he's lived out of suitcases. He's gone from hotel to hotel because he effectively plays golf 52 weeks of the year. He, yeah. he, he very rarely misses an event, does he? And it's actually the first time since actually turning up in the US that he's actually put down roots and got himself a, got himself a home to retreat to. Yeah, he's got a home, which is 35 minutes from the course. Uh, which is good. Uh, so it said it was kind of a dream to to be able to commute from his home to this tournament. So he's qualified for it. Uh, so on that level, the dream has come true. But before we make this into kind of some fairy tale and and, and not take him seriously, uh, Tung Jaim was the halfway leader in this tournament last year. Uh, so he can play East Lake. It's not just it's not just near to him. It's actually a course he can uh, do really well on. And his stats, his ball striking stats, look uh, particularly strong at the minute when he was um, third last week in the BMW Championship, ranked fifth uh, strokes going tee to green, seventh in approach. Played this twice, this is his third year in a row, 15th out of 30 on debut, not too bad, and then 12th uh, last year, but he was the halfway leader. So given the form he's in, I think he can uh, have a big week. The pressure's not really on him because he, he's one of the guys who's going to start at minus three, but he can have a massive week um, and, and have a chance of shooting the lowest score and He's 30 to 1 to do that. So I thought that was a decent each way bet. You can get him at 30 to 1 for five places for the 72 hole. He's as big as 33s um, with Bet Victor and Co., but he, you only get four places for that as well. So you kind of pay your money, you take your choice. Okay, for five places. Yeah, on, uh, on, on Sanjay Im. But uh, yeah, Sanjay Im to uh, be the 72 hole winner then. Um, the local boy who uh, lives. Yeah. 30, I mean, why didn't he just say half an hour away? 35 minutes. He's a bit well, precise. He's very precise. Well, yeah, you've got to be, haven't you? That's why he's, uh, he hits golf shots pin high. He's not knocking five units off each time. This is what I've done wrong. This is where I've gone wrong. I've not been precise enough. Yeah. I mean, to be honest, that is him, isn't it? He, he basically plays week in, week out, and he, he he's a thinking golfer. He has uh, everything down to a tee. Very, very consistent player, Sanjay Im. So that is why he's on our side for this event. Then the 72 event, don't forget, they have a tiered start, depending on how they've done so far this season. So Sanjay Im is a long way back. If you look at the leaderboard, he's a long way back. But have a look at the uh, the 72 holes. Whoever does the better over these 72 holes. And Sanjay Im, Dave Tyndall's uh, pick they're at 30 to 1, five places each way with the assorted bookmakers. Do your research and find the best value bet. And what's your other one then? Tell me another one. Obviously, we landed the first round leader money last week, which was nice. It's slightly ridiculous this week because obviously the staggered start. So somebody like Daniel Berg, who, who is a even par 10 shots off the lead, well, he's not going to be first round leader, is he? Well, they can bet on him if you want, um, but you'll get <clears throat> ridiculous odds them to be so so it's going to be one of the leaders isn't it who's going to be be ahead surely on thursday night 
it's whether you think you can take Patrick Cantley on. He's, he's 10 to 11 best price to be leading. Well, I think you can take him on because he's not very good on this course, whereas he, he hold everything on bent grass greens last week. These are Bermuda greens. He's not got a very good record at all in, in this event. Never started well. His, his first rounds here are 74, 71, 70. He's never finished better than 20th in the tournament. You know, got to remember this is out of 30. So I think someone can go past him and without trying to pull a, a rabbit from a hat, I just think you go with Tony Finau. Tony Finau has been starting fast. His last two first rounds, 67 BMW, 67 at the Northern Trust. He ended last week with a 63, so got a bit of momentum in this tournament. He's looking at looking at his first rounds, a 67, two 68s and a 70. So if he, he can repeat one of those, he's every chance of just edging in front of Cantlay. DeChambeau's only one behind me, but but DeChambeau's got a poor record here as well. Rahm's obviously then two shots behind Fina, but you know, you've got to you've got to kind of put your money down at some point and just say, well, I'm, I'm going to go for it. So Tony Fina, four to one with Unibet to be the first round leader. So I'm just going to go have a point on that. His recent fast starts, his ability to start fast on this course, and the fact that he's got shots in the bank. All add up to a decent four to one shot. I like that a lot, actually. Tony Fino, he's been good form lately. And you you wonder how much that uh, playoff and the excitement, the adrenaline, and then the come down from that last weekend will take out of Patrick Cantley as he has to start again. I mean, obviously, they do this week in, week out and play golf, but it, it will have taken its toll, surely. Yeah, maybe under Shambo as well. Yeah, I think he'll struggle to to hit those heights because last week's course was a bit silly, wasn't it? When, what was it, 27 under? the playoff number so this is going to be a bit of a culture shock you can't shoot those numbers here so yeah good reasons to take Cantley on he's not very good on this course and a bit of a bit of a come down yeah I think on that day day one we can hopefully Finau can edge in front Ram can finish in front by the end of the week but hopefully Sung Jae-in will have shot the lowest 72 hole score when we add it all up the, the beauty of those is they're not competing bets are they they can all land for us the three they can all land yes they, yeah there's no sort of um, doubling up anyway they all are three separate bets that could all win yeah one of them's got a, an instant hit on the first round the rest of them will take you all the way through to the uh, final put and uh, good luck with all of your bets out there as always Dave Tyndall thank you very much for your company this week thank you James Please make sure out there, no matter how much you trust Dave Tyndall, even your own instincts, gamble responsibly, enjoy the golf, and we will, of course, see you next week. Bet Bites Golf is a sports betting media production. Our multi-sport Bet Bites podcast is released every Friday. Please gamble responsibly. Visit begambleaware.org for all the information. Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.